Another funny time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! Welcome back, Mother Funny Tribe. Wow, welcome it. back. We talked hi happy. today. Hi, it's Angie and Andy. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to another episode. You're a Santa elf is what you I'm are. Because <laughs> we're talking on Mother Funny today about the feelings moms go through is that or the emotions the feelings feelings moms go through nothing more than feelings feelings that we go through during the holidays um so yeah that's what we're gonna talk about because we know (laughs) we know as moms so much is going on through the holidays there's so much that we is that is expected of us and so many expectations we have and so many things we hope for. And all of that is on top of our everyday things that we're dealing with. So whatever you're dealing with, now we're adding a huge season festive season that we want to make perfect for our children. And society gives us way more to keep doing like, again, we could talk about moms in the 80s and what did they have to do after they or let's talk about moms in the 70s. They'd light their cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about moms in the 70s and the 80s. It's That's my favorite what everybody part. loves to talk about. No, but back in the day, it was like, here's a tree present. I mean, they still want to make it magical, but there were no elves on the shelves. No, that was not around. There were like all of these things that we have now and all these things we can buy and do and decorating things and parties. All of that stuff was way chiller back in the day when we were kids. And now it just keeps getting more and more and more and more. And we have feelings and emotions that go with that. Well, did you have stockings that grandma vance made because we had stockings that grandma vance made i feel like this is a competition no it's not i'm just because i'm thinking about all the stockings like you have to get the stocking stuffers the stocking gifts like everyone has the pottery barn stockings like it's a whole oh, I know. stockings thing yeah it has to be aesthetically pleasing now right on theme right it on has to be theme. on theme but ours are made by grandma vance i'm assuming you had grandma vance stockings oh or was it grandma jane's you know, I honestly, I wish I could remember at Grandma Vance's house because we lived two minutes, like five minutes away from her. So we would be there a lot. And she had the velvet. She had velvet stockings with yes. the like um, sequin names right. sewn in. So you must have had one. My yeah. mom gave me mine back and it's the smallest little teeny tiny stocking (laughs) compared to like the huge giant stockings that you buy now. And I literally hang it up far away from my other stockings. Like I hang it as a wall decoration (laughs) because it's so tiny. There's no way. (laughs) They're getting everything in here. It's like this little bitty stocking. It's so cute. But that's the thing. As moms, we want this to be the most magical time of the year. And let's face it, it is the most magical, wonderful (laughs) time. Especially for Angie. It's her favorite. She celebrates Christmas year-round. Yes. I mean, how many times are you even saying to strangers, happy holidays, Merry Christmas? I mean, you're talking to other people. You're exchanging presents with your family members and friends or, you know, 
donating coins to Salvation Army. I mean, there is like the spirit of Christmas is in the air and it is exciting. And we want our kids to have a magical Christmas and to be engaged during that time and having... Hold on. Not to get engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us want our kids to get engaged during that time. (laughs) Well, and it's so funny because there was this study out and I was like, this is a waste of a study. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to hear it. I was like, why would you guys waste your money, waste your time, waste other people's time who you're interviewing and putting for this study? But it was saying that like holiday stress has a particular impact on women and they take charge of many of the holiday celebrations. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Do we need a study for that, though? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's a given. (laughs) I mean, if the study is just so that we can let other people know (laughs) all that we go through. But, you know, there's plays and performances, and then we want to take our kids to the Nutcracker, and then there's all the Christmas movies that come out, and the cookie parties, and how many, like, white elephant gift parties, you know, depend. especially the more kids you have, the more of those you're going to have. And the church things and yeah there's so much and that's not even the family stuff (laughs) that's just like all the fun things to do that make it so fun and magical right that's the stuff that is happening outside of the home I mean if you have a kids in public school and they're in elementary school all of them have a Christmas party so last year I literally went to three Christmas parties at the exact same time and I'm only one person (laughs) And I'm trying to tell my kids, I'll be there at the party. I just can't stay the whole time because then I have to go to your twins party and then I have to go to Brooklyn's party or I should say I get to, not I have to. (laughs) Gratitude. Literally racing from like one place to the next, one place to the next. I'm trying to make it to all the point, you know, the places and the um, pictures and be there as they each unwrap like a special book. That's what they do at elementary schools most of the time. At least in our kids' elementary school, they like have them sit around a big circle and you like pass a book to the right, you pass a book to the left, pass a book to the right. And so I'm trying to be there because it's so fun to watch, but I can't be at three places at once. And so I'm always just trying to be there. And then it's like, oh, you got to get the teacher a Christmas present. And then they want to give their friends a little Christmas present. And so it's all of those activities that literally land within two weeks. Because once you're on winter break, it's like, all right, see you guys later. (laughs) See you next year. Yeah, and it's so hard financially, right? Because your budget is already like tight with the presents that you're buying for your family. But on top of that, you have all, you know, the friends' presents, you have the teacher gifts, and you want to appreciate your teachers and, you know, make them feel special and loved. And, but you're so, your funds are tight. And then there's all the things you have to pay for to go to, all the performances. And I know like we love to go to like see the Nutcracker or do some kind of special Christmassy performance somewhere, whether it's like musical or whatever. So it just gets, oh, and the clothes and the pictures. Yes, the clothes, the Especially Christmas if you're taking If you take Christmas pictures and you send out Christmas cards, like it's just a lot. Like I don't remember like back in the day. Our little 70s, 80s mamas weren't like, I don't think as sending out Christmas pictures as much. Many were, but not everyone. They did the Christmas newsletters. Yes, the newsletters. Yes. 
So, yeah, it's just and then the whole picture thing is, you know, just gets bigger and grander and I mean, still fun, like and beautiful, but it's, you know, we don't just go to Olin Mills for the day (laughs) with our doily laced dresses and pose and get a picture and you're done. It's um, you have to have all of the perfect venue at the perfect time because the lighting, they're going to be outdoors and the matching outfits that can either be matchy or not too matchy, but coordinate. And yeah. It's, it's definitely the coordination. There was one time we took Kristen's pictures and it was December 1st and it was so cold. I mean, Texas weather is just unpredictable and it was 30 degrees. And my cousin Melina was taking our pictures and I said, okay, we have two options. One, super cute outfits and we're all really just happy and cold. Or we wear the winter jackets and we just go for a completely different theme. And she's like, no, let's try like the super cute outfits because I bought all the coordinating outfits. It was super cute. And they had like layers on underneath their dresses and the boots and everything. So that way they'd be warm. And poor Riley just started crying. She's like, it's not magical right now. I'm not feeling magical. It's not like her tears are turning into ice. (laughs) Little ice cubes rolling off her cheeks. I'm like, you guys, whatever you do. We just have to get through this. We're all going to freeze. We're going to freeze for about 20 minutes. And as soon as we get these cute pictures, we'll be back in the hot car and go home. Because obviously it's the outside pictures, right? Nobody takes yeah, cute nobody indoor takes pictures. Yeah, nobody takes Mills. <laughs> or what was like the glamour shots? There's no glamour shot pictures the glamour shots. No indoor mall pictures anymore. Well, and I wasn't quite thinking through it because when I had my cousin Lena is a photographer so when I had booked her we had set, scheduled this it's back when there was all this like greenery and then the leaves were kind of changing and it was super pretty but by December 1st everything had gone <laughs> dormant dead. <laughs> the background was like dead trees it looked like it was dead trees with no leaves <laughs> bringing joy to your holiday season the pictures did come out cute they're actually some of my favorites but I can't look at it without remembering how cold it was like you know when it's just stuck in your brain all your kids are like shivering every time they look at it (laughs) but back about the newsletters there was one time aunt lynn and uncle ed they never really sent out christmas letters they always send out christmas cards actually the very first christmas card to this day that i always get is aunt lynn and uncle ed's christmas card Oh, good job but they got kind of i don't know they decided to be kind of spicy have a little bit of fun with it and so uncle ed wrote this whole christmas newsletter about how like Aunt Lynn joined the Peace Corps and Uncle Ed became the president of the United States <laughs> and how they solved world hunger. Wow. <laughs> and they were on the U.S. And he just went on and on about the funniest, I mean, most amazing things that clearly were not true that they were doing. <laughs> and like talked about how like, you know, Tisa, Tina, their daughter had like cured a disease <laughs> and Vicky was like a professional, played professional sports. I mean, it was so hilarious that it's clearly like the only newsletter I actually remember after all those years of Christmas newsletters. Because sometimes, right, maybe it's like an answer to sometimes where we put all our braggiest stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's I don't think it's meant to be, but it can be like, well, It's the time to, like, share everything our kids have done. Well, now we have Facebook and Instagram and social media, so I think people know all the stuff our kids are done. But back then, you know, you're, like, writing all the cool things. But if you had a hard year, (laughs) like, what are you going to write? Well, one time, my grandparents, there was a really hard year for the family. 
Um, there was just like injuries and blah, blah, blah. And my grandparents wrote the saddest, most true. They were, I mean, they weren't being like dramatic. They were just like, this is what happened. So-and-so's in the hospital. So-and-so's in the hospital. Oh, this no. person is blah, blah, blah. And we were, it was just, it was almost funny though. You're like, okay, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Anyway, so yeah, newsletters. Those are those are fun. I think and, it was from back in the day, though. I think Facebook and Instagram really kind of took the place a lot of the newsletters. Like now it's yeah. more of those photo cards. Like once Shutterfly came into town. Yeah. <laughs> newsletters are like, we don't we don't have the space. We have 160 <laughs> characters. Well, except for people who don't use social media because they do exist. They're out there. They don't use it. So if they send a little letter of like what's going on or a little note, like I I also appreciate it because you're like, oh, okay. And people don't share everything on social media all the time. So yeah, I do. I do enjoy a little update. But you know what the hard thing is when people send pictures, what to do after Christmas if you, you know, especially loved ones. I just keep saving them and I don't know what to do. I don't want to throw away those picture cards, but I have like a tub of them. (laughs) You're like, I have my dentist family from 2007 in a tub. (laughs) Because then you watch as the kids grow up or my kids like to pull it down and they like look to they enjoy looking through the pictures of their friends or relatives or whatever. But I know. Are you supposed to throw them away? I don't know. I don't. So here's here's what I've decided. <laughs> I love getting Christmas cards. I love getting picture Christmas pictures. Like it's such a fun part, you know, of the season and especially family you don't get to see much, like people who live across the country, like I love it. But in my life having too much stuff stresses me out and I'm sure that the people who are sending them to me aren't like you have to keep this forever. So there will be certain ones that I'll keep forever, but for the most part, I let them, I keep them for a while and enjoy them and I display them and then I get rid of them just because in my life I can't hold on to a bunch of stuff. I'm never going to do anything with it. Like if I was to pull those out and look at them once a year right? (laughs) or to really like check it out, but yeah, I don't, I don't keep them. I keep them for a season. It's same with like birthday cards and stuff. Like we keep birthday cards like displayed out for, I give it a week, a full week. Your cards are out. They're in a cute little area, maybe a little decoration. We look at them. We enjoy them. And then after a week, they go in the trash. Even if they get a card late, (laughs) I'll put that card out. Let it, you know, just really be there and just a memory and we enjoy it. But then we throw it out because otherwise in my life, they would just go in a box piled somewhere and I I personally wouldn't look at it yeah my friend Jill they put it in a basket and then every night before dinner they pull one of the cards and then they pray for that family so they take old ones well yeah for that year and then once the year year. yeah for that year so whatever Christmas cards they get okay for then for that whole year they have it in a ba- in a basket by their dinner table, and then Aww. they would grab a card and then pray for that family I'm before dinner. I'm gonna totally send them a Christmas card. Give me her address. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should send her a few. I know. Well, keep stacking the deck. Oh, we got prayed for. It was a great year. <laughs> nice. Well, there was that option um, that like Pinterest was showing for a while of like you getting that ring and you punch a hole in all the cards and then you put it on that ring. Like that was the thing. And oh, then yeah. every year you display just the ring of cards. 
that's also another option. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out a plan, though, because I'm just randomly saving all these cards. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it should be like taxes. You know how you have to save stuff for taxes for like five years. Maybe there's like a five year can throw there you out go. everything. Um, when you send a Christmas card out, do you expect people to keep it in a box forever? Would you be? I'm sad expecting if they threw it away? to be framed. Oh. Everyone is framing okay. our Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. I have I have yours. For a while, I was putting them in. So I used to save them, and I would put that like one year I put them in photo albums. But then I looked back at these pictures, and I'm like. I, I don't know who these people are anymore. (laughs) Like I, or, you know, like we knew them for a brief time or like I said, it's somebody who maybe was not, we weren't very close with or whatever it was. And I'm like, why am I holding on to this picture? And I can let it go. So. Oh, there you go. Let it go. You're saying let let it it go. go. But that's me. I find free. I personally find freedom in letting things go. And if I send people pictures, I don't expect them. I mean, unless they're like grandparents, then you have to keep the pictures. <laughs> but otherwise, like, you don't have to keep the pictures. Grandma Hadfield, any card we gave her, any letter we gave her, any Christmas card we gave her over the years, she literally would mail it back to us. I don't what? know why. Yeah, she, she would. She would mail it back? Yeah. And when we were kids and we'd write her a letter, she would... Um, Correct the spelling errors and the grammar and send it back. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) But like, you know, (laughs) she would like read it, correct it like a teacher. And she wasn't a teacher. No, she was a nurse. And she would put it back in the envelope, address it, and you would just get your own letter back. With the corrections. Yes. Yeah. But you know, like when you have school pictures, you would send grandma Hatfield, like the group, the the picture. This is my third grade picture. And she always wrote on the back. So she'd be like, Angie, third grade picture. And then about a year later, she would mail it back. So we would get all the pictures back. Literally. I mean, my whole childhood. <laughs> She's still alive. So I mean, <laughs> it's still happening. She would give your pictures back? Yeah, but she would write on the back of it. <laughs> With the writing. I. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. But going back. So she also cards. found freedom in letting stuff go. <laughs> Clearly. But I guess maybe instead of throwing it away, I think she just thought, well, I mean, obviously the whole correcting our grammar and our spelling, <laughs> she was, I think in her mind, like doing a good deed. Yeah. Like, let me help them. But I think for her, she's like, I don't need this picture anymore. They're not in third grade. They're in fourth grade. So we're moving on. Moving, moving forward. On. <laughs> she moves forward. She doesn't hold clutter. She keeps, she finds freedom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That's how she dealt with her mom's stress in the season she was at. And I mean, she had five kids, so I can't blame (laughs) her. I get it. (laughs) My grandpa traveled a lot. He was in the Navy. I think that was it. She could compartmentalize like Angie's in third grade for one year. After that, we moved on. She's going to fourth grade. Take your picture. We're done. Okay, this isn't a Grandma Hadfield story. I love Grandma Hadfield. Um, <laughs> Grandma, she so she had four granddaughters that were older than me, and she had four granddaughters that were younger than me, and I was the granddaughter in the middle. Okay, so okay. there's four older me, and then four younger. Okay, and so um, 
a lot of times she would forget to give me a Christmas present. She also forgot to give my mom a Christmas present numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> and then there'd be Christmas Day, and you could tell she was like, "Oh no, I forgot to give Angie a Christmas present." <laughs> so I was in college, and she quickly wrapped up one mitten. <laughs> <laughs> one mitten <laughs> with your third grade picture. And your Christmas card from last year with the spelling corrections. <laughs> one mitten. <laughs> Not two. One mitten. And so I opened it up. <laughs> and I got one mitten. Oh my gosh. Another year. What did she I, say when you opened it? I have to, we have to stop on that for a minute. <laughs> Another year I got like an encyclopedia. <laughs> and I'm really close to Grandma Head, but like I love her so much. I never, ever, ever was mad or resentful or hurt. I just knew from a young age, like I'm I'm in the middle. Like there's four olders, there's four youngers. I'm the middle. So like once I figured that out, and because there wasn't pictures of me because she kept mailing them back. <laughs> There was no record of you, to be fair. But we were so close. And she even told me, like, when we were, I was getting older, she's like, you know, we've always had a special bond. I've always felt really close with you. I always played cards with her. It's not that I was the forgotten grandchild. It's that just during that super busy grandma mom season and the way her brain worked and the way she compartmentalized it. I don't know. I feel like this is more processing. <laughs> okay, let's back to the one mitten. What did you do when you opened that one mitten? What did she say? How did you react? Well, Grandma always wrapped our Christmas presents in newspaper. <laughs> like our whole childhood, our presents were wrapped in newspaper. And so quickly she was like, first had to scramble to find the newspaper. because She had to <laughs> wrap this it. This is today's date. <laughs> <laughs> this is the evening edition. <laughs> This paper comes at 445. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder why she ran outside real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Some kid had left a mitten. Perfect. God provides. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just had to say thank you. And I was talking to my mom, like, Mom, I got one mitten, and we just laughed. Like, we just laughed because <laughs> that's amazing. But um, did yeah. she say anything? I don't know. I mean, there was when we opened. Like she literally just handed you one one mint, knowing it was one mitten, and was like, "I'm sorry, I missed it this year," or I don't know where the other mitten is, but if I find it, okay. This we'll get to later about the different types of Christmas moms or the different type of moms that are at Christmas time. So in the Hadfields, everyone got their presents. You all sat in like a huge giant circle in their back room. And everyone had your presents, and then at the same time, you opened your oh. presents. So it wasn't that, like, everybody's watching one person open okay. one gift okay. and one another one. So there were so many people, I don't think she even stopped to notice because it was so it. big. Yeah. She's like, oh, did I even give her a mitten? <laughs> that's that's the best way to cover up the fact that you gave one of your grandchildren one mitten. Brilliant. I will say my parents did that thing of like, be thankful for the mitten. There's kids who don't get <laughs> Christmas presents. You have one warm hand. Yes. Like, remember that 80s, 90s parenting when it was like, eat your dinner. There's kids in China that are starving. It was like, be thankful for your present. 
there's kids who don't get presents, but it never, I mean, it didn't really bother me. Okay. So going back. So once I realized I kept kind of getting forgotten, I kind of want to do something about that. In college, I would literally handwrite her notes and I would mail them. And once I started doing that, I was really, because I'm mailing her letters and she's mailing them back. <laughs> so she- I started getting better present presents. <laughs> it's not why I wrote the letters, but kind of she remembers a strategy okay grandma i'm gonna get two mittens this christmas i'm gonna make sure (laughs) i'm gonna help you out here well that's awesome that you had that person always positive angie's always positive she wasn't like grandma forgot about me she's like grandma loves me so much i'm her favorite but she never gave me two mittens My mom and I still joke about it. We joke about it like Vicky and Tina. Even, no, it's amazing. Everybody, it's amazing. everybody knew it was happening. So we would all laugh about it. Like it was always just kind of like a funny thing because what are you going to do? Cry? Like you don't want to cry on Christmas. And your parents were never like, hey, mom, like Angela got one mitten. Tina and Vicky got the Barbie dream house. Maybe we can pick out a present to bring for you to wrap in news and some newspaper. Well, grandma would ask for lists. What do the kids want for Christmas? And my mom never wanted to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Judy. Because she thought it was greedy. Like, (laughs) clearly. But now that my mom's a grandma, she's asking us, like, what do your kids want? Sorry, I can't give you that list. You can give them all one mitten. (laughs) I think the heart behind it was my mom wanted it to be a surprise for the kids, be a surprise for her. Like, no, just let it be a surprise. Just get whatever you want. Because Grandma Hatfield knew us so well. So my mom didn't want to give her like the specific, get this specific music box, get this specific Barbie dream house. But like, my mom didn't want to do that. a list of things you enjoyed. And maybe she said you enjoyed snow gear. <laughs> <laughs> but only her right side gets really cold. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if anyone ever talked to grandma about it. Like, we all just talked and joked amongst ourselves. I mean, it's it's honestly a great story. And I love that you have zero, like, that you realize upset. <laughs> no, I, I knew. You genuinely I think because like, I knew the reason why. And because to me... Like one of my love languages is quality time. Mm. And so grandma would sit for hours and play cards with us. Or so grandma you had gifts from her. Yeah, like she would go boogie boarding with us. Or we would spend time gardening with her. Or she would just send, spend time on the couch just talking with us. That's I mean, amazing. When all the aunts and the moms and the dads, whatever, they'd all be in a totally different room. And grandma would be with her granddaughters spending time with just us. Like she wouldn't spend time with them. She hung out with her granddaughters. Which you know what? For that generation is, I feel like, not typical. Oh, it was so different because usually all the adults were like in one room and the kids were in another room. But grandma was part of all of that. Wow. So to me, a mitten on a Christmas, like, was You just already funny. had what you wanted. My heart was full. Your, your heart. <laughs> my heart was full. I love it. I and love Grandma it. Vance I know, gave I good truly, <laughs> <laughs> I truly love that even as a child, you didn't la- allow that to make you, you know, upset or feel left out. This is a great example of why moms put so much pressure on themselves to meet all their kids' needs and exceed their expectations yes. and want to give their kids all the presents and the glitter and the fun and the activities. Yes. That way their kid's not stuck with one mitten. 
somewhere back in the recesses of our mind, even though we don't realize it, we're trying to not let our kids feel left out. Oh, all right. Well, that's we have so much more to say about Christmas and we're going to talk about the types of moms at Christmas, some different ways to handle Christmas stress. Um, yeah, we have so much more to tell you. Please join us. If you have an extra mitten, send it to Angie. We'll send you her address. <laughs> Just kidding. I know her grandma Hatfield. She's a wonderful woman. And I love that she spent time with you guys. I mean, that's a gift. That's such a gift that you can never, you know, you'll forget presents, but not not time with your grandparents. So like us, share us, um, rate us in the App Store. See you later. All right, that's all we have time for today. We got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms. <laughs>